Welcome back to Radio Channel 1471. I'm your host, Sterling, your listener, and this is the podcast. This is podcast episode 19. <sighs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, I tell you, this, I don't want to say past week, past month, kind of, for about a month, for about half a month to a month, I haven't been too, too well, a bit under the weather tired i guess you could say i don't literally mean tired though just tired um today's episode is going to be about a multitude of things such as the butterfly dalgona and uh what was music oh yes aldrin's misinformation aged um Besides the main topic, main topics, I guess we'll also be talking about tea. Speaking of tea, I've got, actually, yeah, yeah, I was about to say, are we talking about tea? Yes, we are, because I've been doing some tea studies. It took me about a week to actually figure out how to make that butterfly delgona, and my tooth hurts right now. What's up with that? Hmm. Um, so I got this tea right here. It's not the Butterfly Dalgona, but I do have this Tazo brand Ginger Matcha, was it called? I think it was called that. Ginger tea? Ginger green tea? Basically, it's a ginger tea. I decided I'd give it a second chance. <sighs> well, it, it definitely smells like how I remember. It smells like ginger. Not as bad as I remember it smelling. I think I've grown more accustomed to it. Yeah. Hmm. It's not as strong as I thought it would be. It smells stronger than it tastes, so that's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Besides tea and the main topic, I guess we're also going to be talking about some movies. Some movies, some things I've watched. Uh, I watched the first three episodes of WandaVision. Those were interesting. I watched... Event Horizon on VHS on my CRT TV. And I also watched 3022. I'll talk more about those movies, or those two movies, a little later and why I chose to watch those. I don't I don't think I watched anything else, did I? Hmm. No, I don't think I did. I think that well. I feel like I'm forgetting a movie. I don't know what I'm forgetting, though. Uh, we're also going to be talking about... About, about, about... What are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about this one interesting YouTube channel I found. It is a... You know how there, there are those, like... YouTube channels where they just make, like, fancy drinks and fancy foods and stuff like that, like fancy desserts. 
they typically have like a cat as their PFP and they're typically Asian. Um, Yeti, Y-E-D-Y-101, that's the channel. Something interesting about them, they have this series called Home Cafe, like Angry Edition. Angry Home Cafe, it's called. It's very interesting because, well, they stay true to the title. They sound, <laughs> I don't want to say sound, they seem very, very angry. Um, how many episodes or videos of those do they have? That's a good question. Playlists. Okay, they do not have a playlist for it. Huh. Well, they have a few. So, <laughs> there's this one really funny clip I watched of them. They had these, like, giant cube, like, giant, I don't know what it was. It was, like, giant frozen uh, coffee cubes, maybe? And they were putting it in this giant glass. They got the first one in, and then they went to go put the second one, and it didn't, it didn't fit. So you know what they did? They said, well, ice kind of conforms to the shape of the thing it's in if you put enough pressure. So they put the second cube in the top and they pounded it into the glass. They went thunk, thunk. They went for a third one and they broke the glass. It was very interesting looking. <sighs> Let me say that again. It was very interesting looking. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Oh, <laughs> I'm watching a little, a little more of their clips, and it's, I don't know. It's very, very interesting. Uh, besides that, what else are we going to be talking about? I'm just, <laughs> I'm very out of whack and I'm very I don't want to say tired because I'm not I'm very like reluctant to speak because I feel like I'm just gonna sound sad and I don't want to sound sad I just I don't know it's very strange <sighs> right before I started recording this I ran two miles, got cleaned up, made the tea, and here I am. I thought running would make me, I don't want to say happier, I thought it would make me more energetic, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I thought it would make me happier, and it kind of is. I like running. But at the same time, it's like, hmm, you know, I've been trying to run every day for about a month or well, not for, okay. The plan was to run every day for 30 days. And I think for the first couple days I did pretty good. And then I got <laughs> super bummed out. And then I was like, 
you know what, I'm just not really going to do anything these two days. And then I stopped for two days, and then I started again today. So there was that. <sighs> I also thought running would clear up my nose, and it kind of did. kind of didn't. Same with the ginger tea. I thought it would clear up my nose, but it didn't. Kind of. No. It's interesting how that works. Um... What does my journal say? I don't think I wrote any- well, actually, I did write something down in my journal. I had to start a second page, actually. What does my journal say? Uh, okay, all I did was write down notes about the music. So I guess I'll get into that later. <clears throat> I guess there's no reason to really add a whole whole lot more topics. I'm just going to keep this episode somewhat short. I'm not really... I don't think I'm capable of really keeping this up for too too long today. Uh, <laughs> so I guess I'll get right into the talk about the tea and stuff, my tea studies that I did. So I had to come up with a good drink that would pair well with the Eldrin misinformation. A good drink that would pair well with the Eldrin misinformage. Misinformage? No. Misinformation aged cassette. And originally, because I couldn't figure out what I would do, I thought I would do a black coffee. Just a plain black coffee. Because I was like, well, the Eldrin misinformation aged song or album isn't really the most happy sounding thing. It doesn't really have the most happy, happy uh, tone to it, I guess. Kind of? I don't know. And then I was like, no, it's not, it's not completely sad. It's not completely void of energy. It's pretty good. So I was like, okay, I gotta come up with a better, I guess, space themed drink I thought of at the time. Um, so I, so I, I was thinking of uh, ideas and I found this tea called the Butterfly Pea Tea Tea. Well, it's called the Butterfly Pea Flower P-E-A, not P-E-E. -E. That would be gross. <laughs> the Butterfly Pea Tea and it's blue. It's a blue tea. It's a herbal tea, so there's no caffeine in it. It's pretty much just if you put flowers in water and call it tea. Uh, <sighs> so I tried coming up with good combination drinks that incorporated that because I thought it looked nice. I thought it looked good. I thought it would work. So I did that. So I was like, okay, well, because this was before I actually had the tea, I didn't know what it tasted like. I was like, well, if it tastes sweet, I guess I could try to add coffee into it. So I was like, okay, how do I add coffee into a tea and make it taste good? So I was like, hmm, I gotta come up with a good way to do that. So I did some research and I found the Dalgona coffee. It's like if you were to whip up coffee and make it into a foam. Uh, it kind of looks like peanut butter. So that's interesting. The first time I made it, it tasted 
god awful. It tasted horrible. The first time I made it, I regretted all of my decisions of ever getting it, and it was bad. <laughs> it was too strong. It didn't taste good. Everything about it was bad. It had a weird texture that it would leave in your mouth. And then I was like, okay, there's no way this would have been a popular trend if it just tasted like poo-poo. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll just fiddle around with it until I can get a good combination. You know, a good, like, uh, perfect, perfect concoction of it, I guess. So I spent about a week just trying to make a bunch of different Dalgonas. I was trying to, like, figure out the best way to incorporate it with the Butterfly PTT because I didn't have the Butterfly Flowers yet. So I was like, okay, so I'll just mess around and try a billion different things with the Dalgona first. So I don't remember what I first did. Oh, okay. So the very first time I tried making the Dalgona, what I did was I, I used two tablespoons of instant coffee, two tablespoons of sugar, and two tablespoons of hot water. And I mixed it together, made the Dalgona, and it was too strong. And you know... <laughs> Because I wanted, because I knew I would put it in tea later on, I said, okay, I'll try to find a tea that I have lying around the house, and I'll try to put the Dalgona in that. So I know I said I used hot water, but I used that tea in the Dalgona, so it kind of had a weird zingy taste to it, I guess you could say. The tea definitely was not the right tea to use. <sighs> the tea I decided to use was a tea I didn't know we even had. It was a herbal tea because I was like, well, I guess a herbal tea with a would be a good thing to use since the flowers are herbal tea. So I used that tea and it was a very fruity, fruity kind of sour tea. It was not great on its own it was okay and after I put the Dalgona on it it didn't taste any better it was not great it was a weird mixture of super bitter super sour super gross it was just bad I drank about half of it and then I was like mm, I don't think I should drink the rest of this uh, I don't remember what the second thing I tested out was. I think after that, I just spent most of my time trying to find the right, like, mixture of sugar, water, and coffee to use. Uh, what I did was, instead of using tablespoons, I decided I'd use teaspoons so I wouldn't get as much coffee. You know, because two tablespoons of instant coffee is a lot. I looked at the back of the bottle of the instant coffee, and it said, or not bottle, the back of the container of the instant coffee, and it said, like, two ta two teaspoons, or, like, one teaspoon was a whole cup of coffee. And I was like, oh, well, two tablespoons definitely is not the right amount for one person. <sighs> so that's why I changed it to teaspoons instead of tablespoons. <laughs> I'm just very 
tired. <laughs> I just want to lay down and do nothing all day. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I also tried using whipped cream, like warm whipped cream instead of water to whip the Dalgona, but that didn't work at all. So I scrapped that idea. I was going to try milk, but then I kept on forgetting, and I didn't want to waste milk because I didn't have a lot of milk at the time. And, <laughs> and also, I didn't want to like look like I was just wasting a bunch of instant coffee and sugar and milk and stuff. But I don't know, it, it probably works. I saw a YouTube video of some girl trying it, and it did work for her. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> so I've I've been using a tiny whisk to whisk up the Dalgonas, and I can do it just fine. I like doing it, but at the same time, <laughs> if you're not used to it, it really can, I guess you could say, kill your arm. It can make you very tired. What else did I try? Ooh, I also put some blue food coloring into the Dalgona because I was like, well, I want to want to make the Dalgona look blue. So when I put it on the tea, it looks nice. So that didn't work. I put the blue food coloring in there and it turned green. It turned into kind of a diarrhea green or kind of matcha green. It reminded me of a matcha latte after I put it in milk because typically when you make dalgonas you put it in milk and ice so i tried that a couple times i think after watching a lot of these home cafe videos there are a lot of drinks that have like a butt ton of cream or a butt ton of milk in it and i don't know because i'm a person who would rather drink a lot of black coffee and coffee with nothing in it. I'm that type of person. But at the same time, every now and then, I will like to make something fancy. But I will never, ever put sugar or creamer in my coffee if I'm just trying to get a good cup of coffee. Tea! I'll put anything in tea. Most of the times I drink tea with nothing in it too. But I'll, <laughs> I'll ruin a cup of tea way before I'll ever ruin a cup of coffee. Um, what else did I do when I was testing out the Dalgona? So I'm not sure what else I did with the Dalgona. I think something I did do was I started adding an extra like teaspoon, half a teaspoon of sugar. So instead of it being a one to one to one ratio of sugar, instant coffee, and hot water, I did a like one to two to one ratio. Well, not two. It's like one and one half to one ratio of coffee, sugar, and water. So there was that. I don't know. I found that sometimes you have to use a little extra instant coffee or a little extra water every now and then. Just the solid be salt, 
solubility of the liquid sometimes cannot take in all of the sugar or coffee. So there's that. I also tested out some things with the butterfly pea tea. <laughs> I think I'm just going to say butterfly tea because butterfly pea tea does not sound too appetizing. So the butterfly tea is a very interesting tea. A very... okay, the Dalgona and the butterfly tea, those are two very... I don't want to say confusing. They're like... they're very deceptive. You, you'll think you know everything there is about it, and then it will completely throw a curveball at you, throw you for a loop, and tell you everything you've known is wrong. So there's that. Um, the butterfly tea, it's a blue tea, but if you add lemon juice in it, or just anything acidic, it turns into a somewhat violet to like pink color, I think. That's the right way to say that. Uh, so I so I did that. It looks very nice. The butterfly tea on its own doesn't taste too too interesting. It I don't know, it's smooth, I guess, but it's not really interesting. Once again, you're just kind of putting flowers in water. So so there's that. I guess it's pretty obvious that it would taste floral in a sense. Um, something else, when I put the, when I finally put the Dalgona into the butterfly tea, the first time it turned the butterfly tea green, which was very interesting. I was not expecting that. I don't know why it turned green, but I was like, okay, that's neat. It turns it green. So there's that. But then the second time I did it, it turned the tea red. And then I was like, okay, I thought I knew how this worked, and now I don't. And then the third time, it I couldn't see any color in it. It just kind of looked black. So there was that. I mean, they all turn black after you stir in the Dalgona. But the third and fourth time I made it, I couldn't see any green. I couldn't see any red. So I don't know. I'm con I don't know. I thought I knew everything there was to know about the drink, but I don't. There's still more I need to test. <sighs> I didn't perfect the drink, but I feel like I'm pretty close to perfecting the drink. I feel like there's more I could do to make it interesting. It's definitely not the sweetest drink, but it's definitely sweeter than a black coffee. So there's that. It's not sour. It's not acidic. It It's pretty good. It's pretty nice. Uh, the Butterfly Dalgona. What I do is I do the typical thing I do when I make the Dalgona, but instead of using plain hot water, I use the hot tea. And it doesn't really change the flavor too much. It changes it a tiny, tiny bit, I think. So there's that. So what I do is I put the Dalgona straight onto the tea, and it works. I actually didn't think it would work as well as it did the first time I made it, but it does. It works pretty well, tastes pretty great, pretty good, it's very nice. After you mix it in and it turns black, it kind of just looks like coffee. It just looks like a coffee 
a pretty good, what was it called? I don't remember the word, but it's a specific word for when the top layer of the coffee develops, develops like brown bubbles. So there's that. I want to say creme, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look it up again. It's been a while. Hmm. Um, so I th I'm thinking there are some things I could do to make the Butterfly Dalgona drink a little more interesting, a little better. Um, Oka suggested putting some, like, edible glitter in it to make it look more spacey, I guess. Uh, I might have to try that one day, maybe. I'm thinking what else I could do is, okay, so I also with the butterfly tea, made this, it's not like a crazy drink, it's just the butterfly tea, some ice, and some milk-based thing. Like, I used heavy whipping cream, which was not the best thing to use. Typically, the recipe called for a half and half and milk mixture to use, but I just used the heavy whipping cream. So it made a very nice, I guess, swirl when you pour the cream in. <sighs> I have a video of that on my ASMR channel if you want to look at that. And then I mixed it in with some sugar and some vanilla extract. And it kind of turns into this like blue milk looking thing. Kind of like the <laughs> the blue milk from Star Wars. And so I'm thinking maybe one day if I put the Dalgona on top of that, it would look pretty nice. I know that that's already a drink that exists. I don't remember the creator, but it's specifically called like Star Wars Dalgona or something. Let me look it up. Yes, Star Wars Dalgona coffee. And... I don't know, it, it does incorporate the butterfly pea flowers in the drink, but it's definitely not the same thing as what I made. They also add cinnamon. Yes. <sighs> uh, I'll have to try that one day. Hmm. So I don't, I don't think... I definitely don't think I'm the first person to ever come up with the Butterfly Dalgona. But at the same time, I haven't seen anybody make what I made. What I did was I just put the Dalgona on top of the tea. And I didn't use like a fancy Butterfly Pea Latte or something. I haven't seen anybody do that. But I don't know. I don't know. It would be cool if I was the first person to do it. I also recorded a video of me making the Butterfly Dalgona and I put that on my ASMR channel. I'll probably put it in the background of this podcast episode. Maybe. I'm not too sure yet. Uh, there's a part 
where I'm putting the sugar into the drink or the Dalgona. I'm not too sure. I don't remember. And I said ration instead of ratio. Here, let me see it. Yeah, at like minute six and 21 seconds, I say one to one ration of or ration of sugar and instant coffee instead of saying one to one ratio of sugar and instant coffee. That was my bad on my part. Uh, I watched through this video like seven times already. I really like it. I think it turned out well. That's the only mistake I've found so far. Hmm. Uh, it's very nice. I'm thinking I'm going to do more videos like that for my ASMR channel, but it's mostly for the podcast channel because it's like, I'm going to be finding, I'm going to be trying to make new interesting tea or coffee or energy drink combo things for every time I review these cassettes or movies or something. So I'm going to be doing that. It's, it's fun. It's nice. I, I enjoy doing it. It's content for both the podcast channel and a smart channel. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there's that. I also, my sister, when she moved out, she left behind this very nice tea infuser glass mug combo thing. And I use it for the butterfly Dalgona. It looks very nice. I really like it. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad she left it for some reason. I think she was always afraid of breaking it, but now it is in my possession because she left it. So, where's that? Um I think there's, there's, I don't know how much more I could really talk about the drinks. I think I've kind of said everything there is to really say about the drinks. Hmm. Uh, this ginger, this ginger tea doesn't taste too bad. Once again, it doesn't taste as gingery as I remember most ginger teas I've had tasting before. I think I've become more accustomed to the ginger taste anyways because of sushi and stuff like that. But I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, so I guess moving on from tea and the Dalgona and stuff, I guess I should bring up something I forgot to mention last time. One time we went to H-E-B when we were on our way to somewhere else. And there was a bag of Carolina Reaper Hot Cheetos. Or, they're not really Hot Cheetos. They're like H-E-B brand Cheeto Puffs. Just the normal cheese Cheeto Puffs. But they also have Carolina Reaper powder on it. So they look like normal cheese Cheeto Puffs. They taste almost like normal cheese Cheeto Puffs. But with Carolina Reaper dust. They don't taste bad. They really don't. They taste pretty good. Uh, it's hard to want to eat the whole bag in one sitting because it's hot. They're not the hottest chip I've ever had. They're not hotter <laughs> somehow. Somehow they're not hotter than the Pocky 
ghost pepper tortilla chips. I think it's been a while since I've had those. Uh, yeah. I think there was only one time I ate a little, like a pile of them with a peanut butter sandwich, peanut butter and honey sandwich. And it wasn't too hard to bear. It wasn't. They're pretty good. Hmm. Uh, what else can I talk about? Has anything gone on in Destiny? Well, okay. Destiny 2, the season of the hunt, is the season that's currently going on as of the time of me recording this. And the last week is coming up. And for the last week of the season, they're going to be having Iron Banner, so look out for that if you play Destiny. I'm definitely <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to play, because I'm not at rank 100 yet. I'm, at, I'm like at 98, I think. Uh, this season, eh, eh, I say, ever since they vaulted a lot of the content, like 70% of the content, Eh, Destiny's been eh. It's not a whole whole lot to do. Hmm. Um so I guess we should get on to the music. Eldrin misinformation aged. No, actually let's get on to the mo the movies first. Uh Eldrin Misinformation Aged is a album that's kind of about like, I guess the apocalypse, in a sense. It kind of kind of gives the vibes of like aliens invading Earth or something. Uh, it's a very nice album, and so that's why I chose to watch a space movie. And the space movies I chose to watch because I thought it fit decently were Event Horizon and 3022. Event Horizon, not really. It doesn't really fit the vibe of the music. Uh, 3022, eh, the story's kind of similar, but at the same time, it doesn't really fit the vibe. I couldn't find any movie that really fit the vibe of the album. Or at least I couldn't, I feel like there was some movie that I remember fitting the vibe, but I don't remember the name of it. I don't remember what it looked like. I don't remember. I just know there's probably a movie out there that would fit the vibe. I couldn't find it. <sighs> hmm. So, Event Horizon was interesting. It was... It wasn't what I thought it would be. It kind of reminded me of Doom. <laughs> so basically, Event Horizon, it's an old movie. Watched it on VHS, that's how old it is. Uh, it's about space. A crew goes out to find a giant ship called the Event Horizon because it, like, basically uses a black hole to like create a wormhole and jump through like time and space 
and then it reappeared all of a sudden after being gone for a few years. So this crew went out to go find it, and they get on the ship, and the ship is basically like... Uh, <laughs> the ship is like alive now, <laughs> so there's that. And apparently where the ship went to was literally a different dimension but at the same time in the ship's own words spoken through the doctor it like took over it went to hell like literally hell so that's interesting <laughs> also something else that's interesting is how they say the ship uses a black hole to do this and it's a pretty it's a pretty big black hole if it's a black hole because apparently if a black hole the size of like a pea just kind of existed it would wreak havoc but this thing is like it's huge <laughs> if it's a black hole it's a pretty substantial man-made black hole thing I'm not even sure if that's what that is, because it's, like, alive somehow. So that's interesting. Uh, basically, the ship is alive now, and it's trying to kill the crew that went to go find it. It killed its original crew. Well, I guess it's not trying to kill the crew. It's trying to, like, take the crew back to where it went for some reason. I don't know why. They didn't really explain that. Uh, what was it, like two or three people survive, I think. <laughs> it's kind of hard to really tell because at the very end, there's like this, I don't want to say twist, but it's like, oh, we're not straight up telling you to your face that the that they didn't succeed, but there's a chance they didn't really succeed. You know, I don't know. The ending was kind of odd I guess you well not odd it was like kind of led led you to guess what the future for the crew is hmm uh, it definitely did not fit the vibe of Eldrin misinformation aged so I was a little disappointed with that Ooh, this tea is cold now it doesn't taste bad but it's cold So, 3022 is a movie you can watch on Netflix, and it is about the Earth blowing up and the crew of some sort of, like, I don't want to say space station. It's, like, apparently the midway point between Earth and Europa, and it has to, like, stay in the middle because it's, like there to monitor trade routes or something uh it's called pangea so the crew of pangea are trying to cope with the fact that earth blew up so <laughs> they're trying to figure out what do we do now what also stinks for them is that they're all kind of insane because they've all been i guess isolated for five years they're supposed to stay there 
excuse me, they're supposed to stay there for like 10 years, just kind of being there, just waiting, because that's what they have to do. And so they're all very sad and very all over the place and not mentally fit for the operation. So there's that. Uh, I guess I won't really spoil that movie because it's fairly recent, but basically it it kind of fit the vibe of Eldrin Misinformation Aged because it's like the apocalypse, kind of. And then there's a specific track on Eldrin Misinformation Aged where they mention where they have to like cope with the fact how they lost a bunch of people and they have to rebuild at the same time. I guess kind of spoilers. In 3022, it's not really explained if people survived on Europa. It's not really explained what happened to Earth. It just kind of... Some comet showed up and Earth blew up for some reason. But it kind of looked like it blew up from the inside out. So there's that. And... It's never explained if Europa has, like, people on it. You know, if it's not explained if Europa has, like, a whole civilization of people who know. Uh, so I'm not sure if they could rebuild or not. So, I don't know. It almost fits the vibe of the music, but not really. It's a little too sad of a movie. Aldrin Misinformation Aged isn't... It's not sad, it's like a bittersweet album i guess you could say bittersweet <laughs> uh 3022 and eldrin misinformation age real made me realize i'm a little bummed out at the moment and it's not really the best thing for me to be watching sad movies and listening to sad music drinking sad drinks so there's that i'm gonna have to pick a more Upbeat vibe, upbeat cassette. Neon Rain was not a upbeat cassette either. I'm thinking maybe Flight of the Knife. I know I've already talked about Flight of the Knife, but it's... I, I never made a drink with it, you know? I don't know. Uh... If I had to rate the two movies, I'd have to say Event Horizon. Hmm, excuse me. Event Horizon, it's not a bad movie. Uh, I liked it simply because I got to watch a VHS on my CRTV in my closet. And I like the vibe. <laughs> I like the vibe of that. Uh, but eh, it's a sci-fi movie. It's a, there's a little bit of a stretch with it. I don't know. It's kind of, eh. Uh, and 3022, I liked it because it was interesting to watch. It gets, it gets you thinking, but at the same time, it's kind of like, eh. There was definitely one scene that took me out of it. There was, there was a scene where two people were in the airlock one person had a spacesuit on and was about to jump out of the airlock 
and the other guy didn't have a spacesuit on, but he was also in the airlock. And what happened was, okay, it wasn't an airlock, it was like a thing into a escape pod, but the escape pod had a hole in it, and so when they opened the door, the escape pod, like, ripped off of the station, and so then there was a giant open thing into space where the the girl who was wearing the spacesuit got sucked out of space, but there happened to be, like, I think, I want to say a, a hose, there was, like, a rope or something in the room, so then she, like, grabbed onto that, and the dude held on to it, but he's not wearing a spacesuit, and there's a giant thing, there's a giant vacuum into space right there, and he's just in the room, I don't know what he's holding on to, he's not holding on to anything but the rope, he's like somehow in the corner of the room, just sitting there, <laughs> not being like thrown into space somehow, and it's like a full minute or two where he's just there holding on to the rope or something pulling her in but but i'm just thinking like how in the world is he surviving that there's a giant vacuum into space right there he has no air he's somehow holding on to something i don't know what he's holding on to his he looks completely fine <sighs> i don't know that took me out of it a little bit it was a slow movie too but, I don't know. It was okay. It was an okay movie. I guess I'll talk about the music now. <laughs> uh, Elgin Misinformation Aged. You can get it on Needlejuice if you want a physical thing. Or you can listen to it on Spotify and yada yada, wherever you can find music. It has about, let's see here, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. It has 10 songs, or 10 tracks. Uh, my favorite track is probably, how do we, oh, well, okay. My two favorite tracks are the last two tracks, and it's Nwo, N-W-O, I don't know how do you say that, and Misinformation Aged. Misinformation Aged is like a nine minute long track, and Nwo is a four minute and a half long track. Uh, they're very good. I like it. The NWO track has some string instruments in it, I think, if I can remember correctly. And it also has a female vocalist in it, I think. It's been a while since I've listened to it, kind of. Not really. I listened to it like a couple days ago. Was it yesterday? I think I listened to it yesterday. Yeah, I made the Butterfly Dalgona yesterday. I listened to the entirety of it, and then I watched 30.22. Yeah. Uh, those are two pretty good tracks. Let's see here. There's one track specifically where the guy, the main guy who's singing, I think, he's doing his like singing voice I guess you could say the one that doesn't sound like a natural voice and then he like goes into his natural voice and then I'm just thinking wow you have a buttery voice and you're not singing with your buttery voice you're singing with your I guess 
I don't want to say raspy voice, but I don't know. You'd have to listen to it to really know what I'm talking about. I'm not really sure how to explain it. I'm bad at explaining things like that. Uh, it has a spacey vibe to it. The cover art is really good. I'll probably put an image of that on screen for you to look at. The cassette looks nice. It is a purple cassette with the A side having a nice blue, I guess you could say sticker, uh, blue cover, I guess. And the B side has a orangish sticker cover thing with the tracks on it and the title. It looks very nice. I'd have to say Needle Juice Records can make some pretty good records and pretty visually pleasing cassettes. Uh, <sighs> the cover art is like a spacey background with I'm assuming that's the moon on it. Yeah, you can probably see it. I guess the audio listeners can't, but YouTube listeners or watchers can't. So I guess there's that. Uh, ha, 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 ha. It sounds very good. It's very nice. Um, I, I think I'm just going to end it here. I'm just, I'm too out of it to really be recording, but I don't think I'm going to be back to a normal mood for a little bit here. So I'll see you for episode 20, I guess. So I guess let's end it off on the music like I did with the last cassette. Um, let's see here. What did I do last time? I think I moved this. I don't know if you can hear that or not. Here, I'll just leave. I'll just leave the microphone right here so you can hear the music. Well, okay. What song should we listen to? Hmm. Let's go with misinformation aged. How do I? I'm gonna have to figure out how to like find the track. Oh, this is gonna be kind of hard. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Maybe this is going to work. So thank you for listening. I hope this episode turns out well. Uh, I'll edit this later. Audio listeners will get a bonus couple of minutes to listen to like they typically do to really accommodate for the fact on how visual watchers get to see things while audio listeners get bonus audio at the end of each episode. So if you want the bonus audio, you can go to Spotify. And if you want the visuals, you can go to YouTube. Um, so let's see if this works. Nope. A little farther. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Can you hear that? 
Let's see if you can hear that. I'm not sure how far back I have to go. Oh man, this is going to be hard. So I'm not too, too sure how well the microphone is picking that up, but that is, this is currently NWO Nuo. Um, so I guess there's that. I, his voice takes some getting used to when you listen to it. It's definitely a little out there when you first listen to the album, but I think it really grow it really grew on me after listening to it for a few times. <sighs> um, see, do you hear that? I like that guy's voice. Very nice voice. Um, yeah. Goodbye. Oh, man. Well, it looks like you're an audio listener, right? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, once again, that bird is definitely not a part of the music. I don't know why the bird decided to come back only during that part. Or not only during that part, I don't know. Um, so some things I forgot to mention. I forgot to discuss more about One Division. Uh, the first three episodes are interesting. They each kind of leave off on a cliffhanger of sorts. I'm not sure if they added any more episodes ever since I watched the third episode. Um, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of hidden nods in there, like the infomer- no, infomercial. The infomercial segments have like hidden things like Hydra or like, ah, uh, there- there is one specific one. There's one about a watch. I guess that's kind of spoilers. <laughs> I should have mentioned that, I guess. Uh, <sighs> I forgot to take a picture of the Butterfly Dalgona with the cassette next to it. So either I'm going to not worry about that. Oh, okay. I think I know what I'll do. I'll do a temporary thumbnail and in the future I'll update the thumbnail to include the cassette but for now I'm going to leave it off with the thumbnail that I, I actually haven't even made that thumbnail yet huh I should have done that while I was editing the audio there was also something else I forgot to mention oh yes uh, I recently watched an American Werewolf in Paris. It definitely was not as good as I thought it would be. Uh, I'd have to say the... I don't remember what the other werewolf movies were called, but I was binging a bunch of those movies a long time ago, 
but I never got to the Paris one, and I just watched it the other night, I think it was, maybe last night, maybe Friday, last night, I'm not too sure. Hmm. Uh, I guess if any of y'all have any suggestions for guests or just ideas in general, drinks you'd like me to try out, or topics you'd like me to discuss, just send something my way at Radio 1471 question mark. One four no, I think it's at one four seven one radio for Twitter. Or you could leave a comment on the YouTube videos. Um yeah. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.